developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Recorded live. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Dylan Erickson here live with PT Merciless for the second episode post return of the Dylan. Dude, you still there? Dude, you still there? Who's on the phone? Okay, we're back. What, we're what, back. What happened? What, what happened? <laughs> Sorry about that, everyone. <laughs> oh, we're still recording. Okay, great. Great yeah, start. We're, we're, we're very professional. <laughs> All right, here we are. I am here with the RSW world champion, PT Merciless. <laughs> <laughs> Who is totally and another fantastic me. start. Oh, definitely. Oh, God. All right. So, Anarchy 24 coming up. You excited for that? Uh, yeah. As excited as I can be. <laughs> well, I noticed Pete isn't wrestling this show. What's what's going on there? Well, I don't know. I uh I brought in the second character and then they asked me, "Do you want to use both every event or what do you want to do, you know?" <clears throat> so, I uh you know, I opted to just say, well, you know, just stagger them. Yeah. Uh, it could have been either character this event. Either way, it's going to be the same storyline coming through. Pretty much. It doesn't really matter which one you're writing as. Yeah, and it was also kind of nice to role play with somebody else for a change. I mean, you know, give me a break from PT for one event. <laughs> for at least one event, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, it worked out okay, I think. Well, if this kingdom thing works out, you'll get to write him a bit more. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it probably should have, like, more, it would have been more of a big thing for the event if it had been PT versus Shane Mitchell, of course. Yeah. But, you know, for the last Anarchy of the Year, too, maybe, like, maybe it should have been. But, you know, they booked it out, they booked it. So, I don't... Yeah, maybe... You know, um, maybe that'll be the match uh, after Anor Christmas or something. Well, it's a feud that's, you know, still in the building stages anyway, so. Exactly. I'm thinking that the big 
what I'd like to see, the big matches between Shane and PT at the next pay-per-view. Yeah, because I know they have you me know. against Shane Mitchell at Anor Christmas. Yeah, right. So, you know, Alan, if you listen to this or whoever, next pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> Don't World Anarchy 25 my ass with this, you know. It's not <laughs> too, big, too big of a match, you know, too big of a view. Do it at the pay-per-view, damn it. Yes, it has to be pay-per-view, which yeah. I have no, no idea on earth what the next pay-per-view is going to be. Yeah, I, I can't remember the names of them or whatever. They're changing them up now anyway, so I... Which is nice. I know at ICW, I was always struggling for good pay-per-view names. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to, get, you know, this just everything has been used now, cliched. Shit, you know, exactly. everything, everything. Even Anarchy is, you know, way overused uh, title for a event. Um, so, uh, you know, what do you do? You know, it's like uh, Doomsday, Armageddon, uh, <laughs> Apocalypse, uh, fucking Jesus Christ. What else can, you know, just bring to conjure images of just shit blowing up and things going down? Yeah, you know, I see yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's hard to pull all that off. Oh. Yeah, it's difficult. I'm and I am so glad I don't have to do this anymore. The owning and the booking and the writing. I some parts of it I loved, but other parts of it I just I just hated doing. You know, looking back, I uh, I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I liked was just being in power. But I, you know, I would have preferred to have been in power in a clean. Queen Elizabeth sort of way, where I don't have to do Yeah, where you don't actually do anything. But... I don't have to do anything, but I'm the, I'm the head honcho who has the final say on everything, and there's other people doing the work. Well, yeah, that's that, that, nice. That's an ideal in, you know, any situation in life, or any job, anything like that. You just want to be the guy who just, you makes decisions, everything is according to your whim, but when it comes to actually the footwork, you don't have to do it. Not that exactly. doesn't exist. And... <laughs> Well, yeah, I took a business degree. No, certainly not in this field. No, Be a manager. That's what we got people like Alan for. Ah. To do this shit. Yeah. So much of it. I'm I'm so yeah. glad I don't have to do it anymore. And especially with the epic novel-length events that get put up every two or three weeks in RSW, like I, I would not be able to keep up with that. It's insane. Oh yeah, the events are huge. I mean, Ed, but they're great. You know, I mean, they do a, they do a great job uh, as long as everybody's on the same page and stuff. Uh, Anarchy Twenty Two to me was the best event that I've read in RSW yet. Yeah, it was just so excellently done that it was ridiculous. So like, it was just after everybody came out of like Masquerade was a disaster in a lot of ways. Okay. Was, not, not only it was it was unbelievably late. You know, I mean, we're talking like two two and a half weeks late. Yeah. And I, on top of that, when it came out, it was just it was horrendous. It was a horrific show. It was done very very poorly. And, and it was totally a <laughs> no one's individual fault. It was just a bunch of small things that came together. It, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was just a matter of like lack of communication between all the writers and you know, this and that, the things that happened. <clears throat> so, but you know, it was terrible. It was it was a fucking horrific fucking event. You know, it was just bad. 
especially for a pay-per-view. This would have been horrible for an anarchy, never mind a pay-per-view. So after that, everybody kind of like got it, you know, well, well we got we to gotta do better than this. <laughs> we got to do much better than this. <laughs> and then Max came in uh, with more of a managerial position at that about that time. Yeah. Which, uh, to me, this is the role this guy is born to play in this game anyway. I mean, you know, yeah, fuck, I... Role, fuck role playing. Just do this because that's what he's best at. He's best at writing shows and organizing, you know, running fits. He's, you know. So, in he came and uh, the next event, my God, you know, it's the best fucking event ever. He's probably following the worst event ever that we've had. And uh, last event, uh, Anarchy 23, was also pretty goddamn good. So I think that, you know, the we're on the right track now and everything's coming together. Yeah, like I can see the uh, Vastrix when he puts up the uh, segment request and matched writing that it's, it's really well done now. There's guidelines and everything. And Yeah, you got to have a plan. You can't have so many people writing this stuff and not communicating or setting it up so that it all makes sense is what a team of writers is supposed to do. they got to let yeah, each other exactly. know. Okay, I'm doing this, you're doing that? Okay, cool. Does it match? All right. <laughs> yeah, like I wrote a segment about Hecklewood and I becoming tag team partners, and I reformatted the whole thing based on their format so it flows, it makes sense, which is nice. Uh, one yeah. thing that I, One thing that bugged me as owner of ICW was not that not that it bugged me, but it was kind of weird. It, everyone wrote differently. Some people wrote like it was a play. Some people wrote like it was a novel. And it was really weird going back and forth between those different styles. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I know that, like, Alan is big on that. He wants everything like, here's the format we're writing. In. Here's how you do it. And this is what we're doing. So Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Which is necessary, I believe. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I, yeah. I went and modified my whole segment to fit the format, which I don't mind at all. Yeah, it's a, it, you know, and it's a simple script-style format. Yeah. If you just know how to write script-style, you know, it, it, then you have it. Um, so, basically, he is uh, kind of, you know, he's the coordinator of everything. And uh, he, you know, as long as, long as it stays together like this, now, when it, when it comes to matches and stuff, like, sometimes things will happen in matches. You kind of might throw off the continuity a little bit. But, you know, you have different people writing matches for the show that aren't part of management. They're just people contributing. Yeah. <clears throat> now, I, now, personally, I don't have any problem with... Uh, I don't have any problem with uh, people doing the editing uh, kind of editing out things that you know, don't mesh and deciding which matches to do it in and stuff like that. Yeah. That's that's one thing that Vastrix uh, or Riot or one of the owners posted is that they have the right to change any segments to uh, fit continuity, which I think is nice. Yeah. If, for example, like say if I write this main event match for Anarchy 24, which I am in the process of doing, and say if I decide to, you know, like have somebody do a run-in like Chris Gibson or something like that. Well, it turns out in the previous match that he was in or even a segment, he got his leg all fucked up or busted or something like that. And he can't, and he literally, he literally can't do a run-in. Um, you know, I think that, you know, they should uh, be there to edit that out 
and changes, and it's fine. It's fine for the continuity of the show and the integrity of the show. Don't be afraid of pissing people that write these matches off to say, hey, we had to, you know, we had to cut this out because it didn't flow with what happened earlier that somebody else wrote. Okay. Yeah, like my segment that I wrote, I wrote it, I wrote the segment, um, and uh, it talks about how I won my match, but when I sent it to Vastrix, I specifically said, if I lost, feel free to do whatever the hell you want to it. Yeah. So, but... Uh, you mean your, your last match there? Really? You mean your last match, or this one? No, this one. Oh, this one. Yeah. I, I, you know, I don't even know what the... Who the hell were you facing in this one again? Uh, oh, this week I'm facing, uh, let me see here, Eddie Havoc, and last time I faced Tony Manziel. Yeah, that's right, Eddie Havoc, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just couldn't remember. I knew it was someone, I knew it was something Havoc, but uh, I couldn't remember because I read his role play about a week and a half ago. It, it's just been so long. Yeah. It, it was Eddie Williams, and they changed his name to Eddie Havoc, I guess. Okay, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be fun. Uh, I'm hoping I can get back on track with a win. That would be nice, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, well... We'll see. We'll see. <clears throat> I think you need to write a little bit more, though, in order to get those wins. <laughs> yeah. RPs for I mean for RSW standards they're pretty short for GRW yeah. not no <laughs> they're great but you know for RSW standards they're kind of on the brief side. Yeah, I knew the first one was way too short because I wrote two separate scenes, um, <clears throat> uh, planning to lengthen it later, and I never got a notification saying that I was booked, and I yeah. didn't check the site very often, so I actually didn't know I was booked until just a couple days before the show. When I looked up, when I pulled up the uh, Anarchy 23 page and found out I was booked, because um, they don't send you notifications like FedWars or GFED did, but uh, I ended up not having enough time to actually lengthen that role play, and I ended up just stitching the two scenes together, and it was only like 800 words long, but I wanted to get something up. Um, the next week, I put a little more time and effort, and I kept track of when the deadline was, thank goodness, and I actually got something half decent up. And then this match with Shane Mitchell, uh, I've already got some stuff planned in my head that I'm going to be writing down pretty soon. So I'm looking forward to that as well. Well, yeah. I mean, I'd say for, you know, definitely for the match against Shane Mitchell, like, he's one of the best here. So, you know. Yeah. You know, don't insult him by just writing some, you know, fucking seven-paragraph fucking role play. Oh, Yeah. No, I've read his stuff. He's really good. Seriously. He is one of the best. Yeah, and it ties into the, you know, the reason you two are booked was because of this whole Kingdom versus Retribution storyline. Yeah. And make it up. It's the biggest pay-per-view of the year. You know, you just came back, I know, but, and you're a busy dude, as we all are, but, you know, try try to give it it some, uh, you know, snaz and, Oh, definitely. I'm surprised mm. that they booked me against a main eventer um, so soon into my run. I thought they would have held off on that for a while before I was able to prove myself. Well, again, I think it's because of the storyline. True. It's, it's mainly, it's, it's definitely. 
Otherwise, it, I don't think that would happen. Yeah. I, I was I a little bit surprised, too, because it, this is Shane Mitchell, you know, and he's like, you know, one of the fucking top, top stars, you know, top three stars in the in the company. Exactly. Uh, and has, has been for a long time. And I, for the brand our Christmas, I figured, they well, you know, he's going to be facing somebody big. Like the problem, the problem being is there's nobody big left in this bed, you know, right now. <laughs> there's not too many big people left, <laughs> you know. That he hasn't uh, faced. Yeah. Well, that he hasn't faced, but also just period, you know. There really isn't, like, Rob, you know, was he's kind of there doing his bastard thing, you know. So he's mainly the tag team wrestler now, so. Exactly. And there hasn't been any real... You know, there's nothing going on between those two characters. Um, I'm slated to face Nocturnal. Otherwise, it probably would have been me versus Shane Mitchell, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> Which has already been more build-up. One thing I regret about this whole facing Nocturnal thing, like, eh, that's great, but, you know, the build-up should have been going back at least back to October. Yeah. There hasn't been any real serious build-up to this. You know, the last couple of events, you know, he's been making an effort, and I've been making an effort to put in those segments and make sure that, uh, you know, this and that. But, uh, but I, 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 you know, and it's still, it's going to be a great match. There's been enough build-up, I guess, you know, between now and then what we do with our role plays and everything. Yeah, but in a month but and a half from those two events, it's hard to string it all together in time. Yeah, yeah, I just, like, I would have preferred, I would have preferred that, uh, we had spent more time, yeah, working on it. You know, yeah, like maybe do the maybe they could have done the nocturnal match at the next pay per view and had you face Shane Mitchell at Anor Christmas, for example. Yeah, yeah, something like that. It's just it, I don't know. It's hard right now. But because I'm feuding with both guys, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're feuding with everybody in the Fed. Yeah. <laughs> so I was kind of thinking, like, how I wanted it to sort of go was, like, I was like, you know what, make it a three-way. Mitchell, Nocturnal, and that would have been huge. But Martin kind of made it clear that I, he really just wanted a match between me and him because we've never oh, faced so each other. Really. Yeah. So. Okay. But, eh, that's fine. Yeah. Well, but, uh... I'm looking forward to this tag team with Hecklewood as well. That should be fun. Yeah, you know, I just want to help out the tag team division. That's really why I brought that character in more than any other yeah. reason. <clears throat> also, because I just, you know, I kind of enjoy writing with that sort of character again. Like, kind of brings me back to laughing stock, sort of, but not exactly. Yeah, the crazy but, characters. Yeah, crazy clown motherfucker. I don't know why I have a hard on about those kind of characters, but I do. <laughs> it's just it's just because there's so there's so much freedom attached to that sort of character. You know, even even far more than PG Merciless. You can do so much with a character that's just plain fucking merciless. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So I think that you know the tag team, you know the whole kingdom thing and all that. It could be or end up being a pretty. I would like to see it end up becoming a like a legendary stable in the Fed, you know. But you know, if Johnny Jackson starts showing up again, 
Yeah, he's been kind of, he's been kind of off the radar, and he was always famous for keeping the forums alive, at least being there for that. He hasn't been there for that stuff. So I'm just starting to get a little bit concerned about, you know. Yeah, because he hasn't role-played for the last couple of events. He's been booked, but he hasn't role-played at all. Yeah, he did. He, he role-played. He, the reason he didn't role-play the last event was because the, uh, the other person didn't show up and they weren't going to show up. Okay. And I think they made that known or something to management. Yeah. And so they just canceled the match or, or something. Uh, you know, it was like it was like that. Yeah. Um, this event, he is booked, but he's booked against three people that aren't gonna or something. He's like in a tag team or whatever. I don't know. Like, yeah, it's a tag team match. He's teaming. They're putting up him against with... people that aren't gonna show that he knows aren't gonna show. I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't exactly blame the guy for not having that much interest because you're not you're you're booking him against people that aren't haven't showed up for months, you know. Yeah. That should have already been kicked off the fucking roster. You know, it's like so. Yeah, he's teaming up with Kira Eastwood to take on Candy Washington and Drake Knight. Uh, I have not heard. I don't think I've seen any of Kira Eastwood role played. She actually, she showed up and role-played, uh, I think, for this event. She um, did. Which I was surprised because she hadn't been there for the last couple events herself. And she's, yeah, a new, Candy she's a newer person, you know, and she showed up, like, for her first shift. I don't yeah. know. And then, and then the other two there, it's the same handler, it's this chick that, you know, handles both of those characters. And she yeah, Candy Washington and Drake time. Knight haven't showed up. Yeah, no word out of her for a long time. Basically, it's just like, unless you're going to use them for squashes, you know, dark match squashes and shit, they shouldn't even still be on the roster. Yeah, maybe pre-show but, you know, or beginning don't, of the don't show. Book an, don't book an active person against people that you know aren't coming and showing up. You know, I yeah. don't get why they're doing Unless that. it's like a day match, very first match sort of thing. Maybe. I don't yeah. even know if it would be appropriate then, but... Uh, I know my very first ever match, my opponent no-showed, <laughs> but... Uh, Jesus Christ, do you remember your first ever match? I don't. <laughs> I do. I remember some of my earliest matches, but I don't remember the very first one. I, uh, very, it's very vague. So I've forgotten nobody. the name of the opponent, but I could pull it up if I wanted to, but I specifically remember he no-showed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was uh, like, but my first set I was ever in was NCW. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went through a series of no shows against me at that time, and uh, <laughs> you know, and then oh my god, what a joke that shit was. Yeah. But the event's looking pretty good. Uh, I see that there's a lot of people who volunteered to write matches. Hopefully, uh, Rob and Bastrix don't have to do that much in the way of getting everything ready. Yeah, you know, it's a it's a good fed that way in, in that a yeah. lot of people contribute to matches and segments and everything like that. Yeah, like my match has been taken, uh, Ruby Walsh versus OG Rizzle, or Scarecrow has been taken by Rob Riot, who was supposed to be on vacation this week, I think, but uh, said he would write E-Rock's match, uh, the Sarge versus Scotty Adams, Anderson versus Riot, 
Hecklewood versus Shane Mitchell, about half the matches are taken, which is something. Yeah. Which is oh, it's, it's great. usually like it's usually like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's but the nice would, thing about it's about the Fed. It's nice. It's, you know. Yeah. It would be nice if there was like more OOC activity on the farms and stuff. Like that. It's the only well, thing that kind of you know like. You get, it's, you'll go for two or three days on this Fed with maybe a post or two. Maybe one post every two days or something, yeah. Yeah, not I very really much, wish of, more not much Not much of a social aspect. Yeah, with the quality of the writers and everything, I thought that the forums would be a lot more active when I joined up. Yeah. No, it's not, that's not this place at all. <laughs> it just <laughs> it isn't. And on the Trust weekends, me, forget so. it. You, know, there's, you can hear a pin <laughs> drop. In this fed on the weekends, just nobody, nobody is there. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. But uh, believe me, I'm happy not to have to write all these matches anymore. ICW, even even when the fed was at its best, I would not write full matches. I would write summaries because I just didn't have the time. Yeah, Erox always like pushing for that. You know, oh, PWA was, you know, was one of the top feds on the fed wars, and we did summaries, and I'm like, yeah. And I'm not saying it couldn't work, but you can't switch from that now after all this time, what RSW has been. It's been a full written match and segment affair. But the way it could be done... You can't change that now. You can't go to something lesser even if there's nothing wrong with that lesser, you can't go to lesser without it eventually killing the Fed. It's going to. What yeah. keeps people interested in this thing is reading these fucking shows, you know, more than anything. Sure. You know, it's not the role plays. It's sure as hell not that keeping the shit going. I mean, the role plays are the role plays. It's not some sort of, it's not like CWE was, not to go back to that shit, but it's not like CWE was where, you were more interested in the role plays because everybody was collectively writing a story. Yeah. And that's not the case in RSW. The case in RSW, it's more of a traditional Fed where people are doing the role plays, and it's the shows that people look forward to to see what happens, what goes down, et cetera, et cetera. So you, you can't go from all of that down to summaries and yeah. expect this Fed to have a hell of a lot of life left. You just, you know... Especially at this um, point when the whole fucking game seems to just be dying all around us. Yeah, everywhere. G-Fed, Fed Wars and all that. But uh, I was looking at the Johnny Jackson tag team match, and it is actually the last warning for Candy Washington and Drake Knight. So. Yeah, they said it's the last one. I think at, at, after this event, they intend to eliminate you know a lot of people. Yeah, and then um, I'm because there's a lot of fucking deadwood at this point <clears throat> on the roster. It's just yeah, it's off the charts. It's literally it's like over half the roster. And it doesn't seem like it because there's 22 role plays up for the event. I counted. I'm thinking I never got that many for ICW. And um, oh yeah, I mean that's what you know. It's got that major fed feel and that you get a lot of role plays, but you know a lot of them are two different characters from the same handler. Yeah, um, you have the and, uh, and also, you know, it's just, eh, there's a lot of, I don't know, there's a lot of dead work. But roster needs to go. They keep people around that are just like, come on, you know, like Bryson Walker, he never showed up to begin with. 
<laughs> he's been on the fucking roster since like fucking early November or October or something. This guy's never showed up, never fucking even chosen a picture, anything. Yeah. Yeah, there there he still is. Like why yeah. I've never understood why owners are so lazy about this. Like when I was a Fed owner, I was on there all the time. I'm like, okay, who the fuck is useless? Who can I get you know not who can I get rid of? I wasn't looking forward to it as some sort of opportunity. Who is to fulfill useless? some sort of bloodlust. I was just looking to see, like, <clears throat> who's not helping my Fed? Who's just kind of, like, sitting here and they're not doing anything? They haven't done anything for a long time, and boom. You know, just get yeah, typically three events without warning, I'd let someone go. Uh, one one event, or, uh, and then after the first no-show, I would move them down the card into sort of squash matches in the hopes that they might come back against a debuting person. And then after the third match, they were usually gone. But uh, it looks like they're starting to clean things up, which is really nice. Yeah, you know, like I don't know. I'm I'm a I'm a cynical prick, but you know, I just kind of look at shit with the some degree of common sense and be like, like this Bryson Walker guy, or the fucking you know Drake Knight, uh, Candy Washington shit. You know, I just look at it like what what it is. Like I've been around this game a long time. Like if somebody hasn't shown up in three months, they're not showing up again. They're not going to sudden, they're not going to suddenly just hey you know what I decided I'm going to do this after all and I'm going to end up you know being a heavily committed role player and and really contributing to this fed they're not going to do that. not happening yeah recognize that shit you know recognize yeah it. be like yeah. So, yeah so I think next week will probably be the final match for Johnny Jackson if he doesn't show up and then but uh, I don't know about Johnny Jackson that's 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 a FD, you know. He, he'll he'll be there a long time, whether he shows up or not. Uh, just because yeah. he's a cool dude, there we all know and like. Go way back to Fed Wars. Mm-hmm. But you know, these other ones that aren't, you know, like we don't know them, we don't know you, we don't care about you. You just no came in, you dropped the character, created the character, and you dropped it, and like uh, here it is, and, uh, but you haven't done shit. <laughs> Yeah. Ones like that that, you know, they tend to need to go. But hey, whatever. Yeah. But uh overall I think I, I I like Riot Star. If I didn't like the Fed I probably would be gone already. But uh I'm enjoying it so far. I think overall it's really well done. Uh the custom title belts are nice, the events are well written, the role playing is spectacular. So overall yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't, you know, one thing that's nice about the Fed is that they, they don't really, they don't want it to stagnate. Yeah. They, you know, they're always thinking of ways, of how can we make this better? And they're always asking for input from the, the roster. You know, there's always those discussions going on of like, you know, what can we do better this time around? Or what can we do better? How should we set these up? What should we name the titles? What should the titles be? Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, like I remember reading that they're actually going to merge a couple of the mid card titles together. Yeah, I guess they're they're putting together the uh, the rampage and the skirmish championships are going to become the legacy title, and then there's going to be an anarchy title that ends up kind of taking place of the the place of the skirmish championship to be the uh, fucking television title defended every show. <laughs> yeah, essentially the TV title. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, which so is that's, kind of... That's, uh, that's cool. I mean, so it basically 
same things. You're just changing the names, but okay. Well, <laughs> I don't know what the point of the legacy title is. I, I I remember reading about it, but I'm not sure if there's like a specific gimmick that the belt has. But I like the idea of a, at least a television title where it has some sort of identity, so it's not just a secondary, not the world title, but here you can have a belt sort of thing where it actually means something, it has a gimmick, it has something built in. Yeah, and it's, so, you know, it, it's some, honestly, it's something that's hard to pull off because usually the the television title is usually the on the last rung of the ladder of titles. Yep, it's on the lowest rung, it's defended every show. It's, you know, and to defend every show, but, you know, to find role players, enough role players especially, that are willing to compete for this thing and ask and you know, and 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 create feuds, and are good enough writers to create interesting feuds where the role plays are interesting that go exactly. along with it to yeah, really bring meaning to the titles. To bring meaning to the titles, you don't, it, you know, you change the name of them all fucking day long if you want. But what you really need is role players that give a shit enough about the titles that they're fighting for to put out good role plays, and they have the talent to do so. Yeah, like an ICW, and unfortunately, I think three unfortunately in this game, you, you know, the television title is one of those things that falls by the wayside in that respect because it's always just something that it's a it's a lower card title. You know, people that aren't writers are fucking going for that title, and that's what you got. When what you really need is people that I mean, these could be the best storylines if you had really good writers. Writing that shit. Really this title, this title can change hands. We can, you know, every fucking week we can beat each other up for it. You know, think of what you have there if you had good writers that were doing that, that were going for the, no, but the good writers are going with it. They're going for the world championship, of course. Yeah. So, you know, the, the lower rung shit, like, you know, the skirmish title or the television title or anarchy title, whatever you want to call it to find people that are dedicated enough to show up every week with a damn good role play and try to work off other people, they don't have an idea in the world how to do any of those things. So it ends up being just the kind of blase title. It's just sort of there because the people that are in contention for that shit can't write to save their asses. And, you know, they're just kind of there. <laughs> you know, just well, doing fucking promo. Well, title holder myself, I'm kind of insulted. <laughs> No, I mean, no, seriously. I mean, like, when you want to, you're beyond that. And this isn't a class thing I'm talking about. I'm not being arrogant and saying, well, I'm saying it. it is what it is. It just you know, tends to be the people that, that are on, in contention for this title are generally the lower card people, the people that are not very good writers at all, and they, they chuck out 500-word fucking promos. You know, and it's, it's Devin Bennett really people. There. Yeah. And it's a and if a really good role player gets hold of the belt, they'll eventually vacate it once they move up. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> to move up, you got to get better. And uh, from what I've noticed in this game, it seems to take a lot of years for most people to get better. I will say, I'll look at Chris Gibson these days. I've known Chris a long time. Like, we go way back to G-Fed. Six years you know. to G-Fed, yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. And you've known Chris a long time, too. Oh, now, yeah. He was always, <clears throat> you know, halfway decent. But mm-hmm. these days, he's just like the dedication in this fucking game. You know, is 
just amazing. And he's really fucking developing that character and just he's putting in the effort. He's here enough, you know, and everything else where, like, this guy is, like, just working his ass up to fucking world title contention. He's already fucking beaten some, like, you know, quote-unquote legendary people. There were only, you know, yeah, they were only half-heartedly here when he faced them, like R.B. Cardone and Frank Sampson. You know, they weren't really here, but they were, but still, you know, the, the, the fact that he could beat them at all, even when, you know, even on one of their, you know, like, ho-hum kind of days, means he's growing. You know, he's, he's getting a lot fucking better. And, you know, he's at the fucking point now where, yeah, I think he definitely deserves a world title shot. He's got a good fucking character. That's Erebus, right? Yeah, Erebus. Erebus. Yeah. And he needs to, you know, just stick with it and stay true to his character and himself and all that shit. And, uh, you know, I have no doubt that eventually he's going to get his, you know, world title run. And so that's one example of a guy that I've seen who was just basically a bottom card motherfucker when I first knew him, you know, four or five years ago, has worked his way up to being a main event player. Yeah. You know, in in the true sense. Not just, as, you know, politics or buddy-buddy, none of that shit. Just, he's actually just through his talent. He's got... Yeah. He's gotten good to the point where you can't ignore it anymore. And you, you yeah. have to move yeah. him up the cupboard. Uh, yeah. I've, you know, I've seen this kid grow up. I mean, he was like 13. He was the age of my son when I, you know, now. that When I'm, you know first knew him in the game. Now, you know, he's he's like an 18, 19-year-old guy in college and shit, and I've seen his intelligence grow. I've seen his ability to write grow. I've seen, you know, a lot grow in him, and he's doing great. <laughs> he really is. Yeah. But it's a rare thing. It's a rare thing in this game. Most people just don't ever... I don't know about most, but you know, a lot of people in this game never seem to evolve. They never seem to evolve with the writing and with the understanding of how to carry feuds and, and build storylines and all that stuff. They kind of stick to promo shit forever. Some people stick to promo. Some people improve to a certain point and then just stagnate. And then they then if you get lucky, you have someone who just continually gets better. Yeah. But, you know, it, unfortunately, it's kind of rare, at least in this corner of the universe. I don't know about other feds out there, you know, and, I visited a lot, and you know, I've, I've checked out role plays where just amazing writing, like, you know, almost across the board. Some of these things. But in this part of the e-fedding universe here, and this, you know, like where we, you know, g-fed, fed wars to here, like, yeah, you know, you got a few, yeah. you got a few superstars, and you, you know, you've got a lot of you know, eh, eh, ho-hum kind of people. Yeah, very few people from G-Fed have come over this far and especially improved. Oh, well, I mean, today, you know, nowadays. I mean, this is it. You know, RSW is it. There's no, like, even I, think, I even had Olympus Fed closed, I guess. But, yeah. This shit's just dying quick. <laughs> you know, it really is. Yeah. Yeah. It really, if it weren't for the dedication of Alan and Rob, this would be on too now. You know, it really would. And, you know, it just, there's just not enough interest in the game anymore. 
you know, no. it's real. It really is. The last, the last time I've seen a site that could really port more than one strong Fed was FedWars at the very beginning. At the end, it was just NGW on top. And I, I haven't seen a, a website like this that could support more than one strong Fed for a really long time. Yeah. Even Fed Wars, it definitely toward the end had a hard time. But even Fed Wars, you know, you had at least fucking ten dozen Feds. The RSW since its inception, RSW has been just, you know, it's one Fed, E Fed zone. It's, it's one Fed. There's nothing else has been there, other than you know, uh, AWE for a while. Bernie's Fed, and then it was European Wrestling Foundation, the amb- Ambassadors Fed. And then they merged, and then yeah. just, you know, after so long, Ambassador just got, he got frustrated or some shit and said, you know, I'm just going to close because it just, you know, like, nobody knew was coming into to that. I was in that. I was the last world champion in that. Fed, but nobody yeah. knew was coming in, and then we lost, like, one of our very best role players. This guy, he was really good, and he went just stopped showing up out of the blue and you know like ambassador just got to the point where he's just like you know what it's just there's just no there's not enough people to fill these slots anymore. and uh, yeah that's that's it's the thing. sad because it was a fed that was doing well you know and he was a good owner who was he was doing well he was doing his, his job very well it was video results from the you know 2k16 and shit yeah and i mean you know, uh on EFED zone, I've checked out every single Fed. The closest thing there is to another active Fed would be GRW, which is a very strict promo-based Fed. And yeah, they it, have they, yeah. they have an event. The deadline's in three days, and no one's role played yet. So yeah, I you know. <laughs> Not a it was all. Guy. It was always like that with those, you know, Demon X's feds and those guys, Ravaka Drimstone's feds. Yeah, you, Ravaka Drimstone. They, they, they uh, roll for a while and then they're dead for a while and then they come back and they roll for a while. And in the meantime, nobody's writing anything of quality. With them. Yeah. And I know that they have like a super strict. You have to write promo policy, which cuts out so many different people. But RSW is sort of the opposite in that if you just write promos, you're not going to go very far. Yeah. It's just, it, it's a matter of taste and work you want to put in and et cetera, et cetera. Also, your fucking reading level. You know, some of these owners, like these guys, you know, like, you couldn't, you know, throw a fucking, like, a 15,000-word Rob Riot role play at these guys. They wouldn't even know how to read, you know. <laughs> So, feds like that, are, they're just going to always be that. You know, they're just going to be these little short promo things up there. Exactly. They get to a certain point, people might start there and then move out once they realize there's nowhere else to go and there's nothing else to do. But, uh, yeah. I'm hoping this yeah. WrestleMania thing gets launched soon. Uh, we hear updates every month or so, but there's not really a firm date in mind yet, is there? No, there isn't. Uh... You know, I have no doubt that the holidays has a lot to do with it. People are busy yeah. <clears throat> and all of that. Uh, I think that, you know, it, it was supposed to be like this uh, 
Josh guy that they were, you know, merging it with or whatever like that was the owner of Olympus. Well, Olympus closed a while back. Yep. So I don't know how much time this guy had. I don't know. I'm like, I really don't. I last I knew of oh, this is happening. It's happening soon. You know, we're getting screenshots from Jaguar. You know, a few weeks back of like, look at this. Here's how the shit's gonna look. Nothing since, but again, once again, holidays, Christmas, blah blah blah. I don't know. Yeah. I know what's happening. I just, I don't, I don't, fuck. <laughs> February, <laughs> you know, like, I. Yeah, I, I'm really hoping they get that launched soon because, uh, but, uh, yeah, I think it'll help things out. I don't know if it will help things out, to be honest with you. I really well, don't, you know, my personal opinion, I have nothing against it, but I also don't see any reason. It's not going to bring new people in the way they think it is. Like, look, for Christ's sake, it's going to be the two feds starting out this goddamn thing. One of them's already closed before it even opens up. You know? So it's going to be, instead of Riot Star Wrestling on EFZ, it's going to be Riot Star Wrestling on Wrestling. And i got to go through the fuss and bother of creating a new fucking account and all this bullshit and dealing with Word, WordPress and all this crap, you know, and learning a new way to navigate a site, et cetera, et cetera, et fucking cetera. For what? Why, guys? You know, like, it just, it's not going to do anything, guys, okay? Like, I just, I can't break this to you enough, but it's not going to do anything for the game. It's not going to keep the game alive anymore. It's not going to fucking bring us back to a time where there's fucking, like, 200 people on the site that are fucking joining multiple feds. That's never going to happen again. I wish they would just get that through their fucking skulls. But, it, you know, I love you guys, but it ain't going to happen. You know? Let's just enjoy Riot Star Wrestling. <laughs> okay, <you know? laughs> I've been saying for a fucking year now that fucking EFZ should just change its name to Riot Star Wrestling. Let's just do our thing here, and that's it. It's this little niche site in the world. And But, no, they think, okay, everything's going to be better with WrestleMap. Yeah, we're going to have greater graphics and all that shit, like, I guess. But I don't know. I just, I don't see where it's going to, it's not going to change anything. It's not going to do anything. It's just going to be a fucking transition where you might even lose a few role players out of the transition because you always do. Oh, yeah. People that just don't, people that just, yeah, they check out the new site and they're like, you know what, this is a pain in the ass to navigate or this is this or whatever. I'm too used to this and, you know, or they just get lost by the wayside, you know. They don't manage to find a way to log in or they don't whatever, you know. Like So you're risking losing role players and, you know, hoping that you're going to bring new role players in and stuff, but uh, I don't think you really are. You might bring in a few. Maybe there'll be a few uh, Olympus refugees that come over, but from what I understood, about 60 to 70% of the people in Olympus were running characters and they were also in Nara stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But what do I know? I'm just an old fucking bitter curmudgeon who writes me. And that's my fucking goddamn thing that I feel. And I'm the world champion, so let's talk about that. <laughs> Here we go. So So this event, I my ass is not facing anybody but next event in our Christmas. Kaboom. It's me yep. and Mark. 
Heckle oh, come on. Let me some shit on this. What do you think about me versus Nocturne? I think it's going to be great. I haven't seen a lot of Nocturnal stuff since I came back, but uh, got a great reputation, and I think it's going to be a heck of a match. I really do. Yes, it should be. Like I see his most recent role play a little on the short side compared to you, but it's just for an anarchy. Oh. I think the pay-per-view is really... Oh, my, my role play was short, too, because like both of us, neither one of us were booked for this match. Yeah, your role plays this week were only, what, 8,000 words or so? Yeah, mine was just a, you know, just a, it was a fill-in thing. Like, I felt like I had to write something for PT just to fucking Yeah, PT Merciless wrote something. And he did the same thing, which was good. You know, I think he should have done that, and he did. He wrote a role play just to be like, hey, you know, like, I'm working toward the build-up, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. Yeah. So... As far as the conditions of the match, I it's going to be... I don't know if he would... You know, like, he seems to want it to be just a straight-up match. Like, two men in the ring. Like, I was kind of, like, going, like, uh, man, I wanted, like... I had plans of a steel cage. And on top of the steel cage, it was going to be, like, Emily Koresh and Beulah Merciless uh, mud wrestling. <laughs> oh, my God. And then down... Yeah, and then down in the ring... I was even thinking of this, have like a Christmas tree in the fucking middle and have, you know, instead of ornaments and shit, weapons hanging off the Christmas tree branches that they could grab. I'm pretty sure TNA did a similar thing, but the Christmas tree was made out of barbed wire. Okay, well, there you go. Oh, fuck, they're stealing my idea, or I'm stealing their idea without, you know, like, because I haven't watched TNA and, you know, just the... Like most people, I think. I haven't watched TNA in ages. <laughs> but yes, a good idea, nonetheless. Have that fucking tree there. God damn, the star on top could be a weapon. You know, have a, be a fucking spike or something like that. Ninja star or something. A ninja star or, yeah, some dangerous shit. You could have but... freaking weapons hanging all off the fucking tree and everything like that. That would have been a good match, you know, especially for a nocturnal match. Doctor really just prefers the straight up single sort of thing. Yeah, fuck yeah. But if he, you know, if Martin really wants a straight up match, hey, we'll see how it goes. It'll be, great It'll be good. It'll be good either way. And I, you know, I want me and him. I want to co-write the match. Yeah. Because I want it to be good and long, and epic. And I, you know, I'd like to have both inputs. I don't want just one of us to write. I want, you know, we're, we're, let's team up on this and make a really epic fucking match. So let's end the year, let's end this fucking crazy year with a great, great, great match. Yeah, even though technically it's going to be in 2017. Well, yes. <laughs> it always seems to go that way. It should just be called Anar. In our New Year's. <laughs> yeah. So I thought we could go over the card for Anor Christmas so far. We already talked about myself versus Shane Mitchell. We already talked about your match. And right now it looks like there is five other matches on the card. You want to go down them? Uh, yep. Yeah? I'm going to go okay. to the... So Vastrix posted them. I'm going to go from the bottom up. Uh, first up is Mark Force, who... I, who I'm a fan of, 
versus Masked American, who I know has a history with PT Merciless and Shane Mitchell, in a legacy title match. So I'm, that's for the new belt that they've just introduced. Yes, because Mark Force is the skirmish champion, apparently, or he is, and yep. uh, Masked American is the Rampage champion, and so that that belt's going to get... Uh, so it's a big title unification slash retirement match. Wait, what, 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 what's that? They're going to, it's like a big title unification and retirement match. Oh, is there a retirement thing attached to it too? Well, I'm pretty sure they're retiring both old belts. Oh, retiring the belt, yeah. I, I thought yeah. you meant that one of the wrestlers is going to be retired. Yeah. And then after they do the legacy title, they're going to introduce the anarchy title probably at the next event and go from there. Yeah. Yeah, because I know Mark Force is good. I know Masked American is good. So I don't think that's going to kick off the show because it's got the new belt in it. Um, I think it's going to be a little higher up the card, but I think that should be a really good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then we've got myself versus Shane Mitchell. We've covered that. We've got Kira Eastwood versus Johnny Jackson. Eastwood has role-played recently. Jackson has not, so... Yeah. No, he didn't show up for this. Uh, and also, yeah. I just I don't get that at all. He, ever since he came back, they keep having him either partnering with Kira Eastwood or facing Kira Eastwood. Oh. I don't know what the fucking thing with Kira Eastwood is with Johnny Jackson, but they keep doing it. And now they're doing it again, apparently, or they plan on doing it for in our Christmas. And I'm fucking lost on this. I don't know why you keep putting it like, who knows if she's even going to fucking show up for Anna? Yeah, Peter is probably going to show up because she showed up last uh, for, for this show. Not so sure about Johnny. I hope he comes back because he's in the kingdom with us. So I'm hoping... Yeah, I, I do too, but, you know, he's he's kind of like Dave Demented and that, you know, like... Eh. You're not here sort of... So, don't, don't lay any money down on it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right, this is something that we should both be interested in with the tag team division and all. We've got the Gang Stars versus the Bastards. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, so far that is the tag division. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know there's another team exactly. in the forum, but neither of them role-played this week. No, Eddie Williams uh, and his brother Lucas Williams, both the same handler, kind of like the Gang Stars. This is... Yeah. Uh, Kevin Rouser bringing in characters of his that, that, that this is this tag team. And uh, I guess they're going to face the Bastards. Um, they've been doing their best to bring some build-up to it, you know, get some heat between the two teams. Yeah, exactly. Um, in my opinion, not enough. Again, I, you know... This is where, like, it's too bad Rock's too busy these days with his life and everything like that because he he should be the leader here and really, like, you know, steering this fucking ship in the right direction. But, he played, and it was pretty lengthy. I haven't had the chance to read it yet, but... Yeah, but there's no, you know, there's... there's it, it, again, it's, it's just mentioning, you know, like, oh, yeah, we're going to kick their ass kind of thing. Yeah. But and I more, 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 more and more actually story building, you know, between, you know, like, oh, fuck, this guy kidnaps this bitch's, 
you know, this guy's girlfriend or this fucking, you know, or whatever, this guy burns this guy's house down or this happens or some yeah, sort of shit, you know, seems to be a lost art. And now it's all just, you know, it's a lot of shit talk until we get to the event and boom, you know, match is done and we move on. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I wish I wish Rob could be in this game in the same capacity that he once was because he would steer that ship in the right direction. Yeah, and I know Billy Fowler's really good. He role-played this week, and it was a bit on the short side, and he felt really bad about it. He went on the forum and apologized. But, uh, yeah, I know but that's good, you know. Yeah. Um, Billy always does decent role-plays. You know, he does good stuff. He, if, he, if he had the dedication of some of us where, you know, like, you know what, I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to spend the time and I'm going to fucking, he'd be one of the best. There's no doubt. Yeah, he's great. I remember him from NGW and he was, he was, he was great. That Uh, was when he was at his peak, but since then he seems to have settled into a more, you know, subservient kind of role. He's always kind of like just following what Rob's doing and he doesn't. Yeah. He's. Kind of the weak link in the chain. Ah, uh, but still very talented, so... Hey, very talented, think, yes. He's a talented guy. Yeah. He just doesn't put, you know, the effort in there. You know, that's all. Yeah. But like the effort have, isn't there. You can have all the fucking talent in the world, but if you're only churning out, you know, the thousand-word fucking role plays, it doesn't matter. Really, not that much, depending exactly. on who you're facing. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You know, and he's kind of relegated himself to a fucking, you know, perpetual mid-card existence. But he doesn't seem to give a shit. He looks at it like, hey, it's fucking, like you said on the last radio show, you know, it's a fucking game and, you know, none of us are real writers. You know, we're not doing this for money. And you know what? In the end, he's right. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> That's why I stopped writing fucking 18,000 word fucking role plays. I'm like, why am I doing this? You know, like, maybe three people are going to fucking read this and, you know, like, Jesus Christ, I'd have the novel done by now. In the fucking yeah, I could split years it I've spent. and still win yeah. three matches. Yeah, so, you know what? Yeah, yeah, he's got the right idea. So, but, and you know, I just, like, so, so far, the NR Christmas matches that I'm seeing, Alan Anderson versus Chris Parsons, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that's you know, that's an owner's war thing there and all that. You know, that, okay. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I haven't been that's, here long, so I don't know much about that one. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, Alan Anderson was a uh, majority owner of the Fed for a long time. Parsons managed to, through trickery and et cetera, managed to get it away from him. Alan, uh, Parsons has been owner for majority owner for yeah. several months. Okay. So, Yeah. So, like, there's that now Alan Anderson, well, he was gone for a while. He disappeared for a while, and uh, Bastrix brought him back. So now he's going to try to go after this again. And that's all that makes sense. That's all good. Uh, yeah. But. That's so, a good, you know, yeah, I mean, I think and that'll be a good one. Both have good reputations. I think it'll be a good match. Oh, yeah. It'll be, it'll, it'll be a good I don't know, you know, what else is going to happen, whatever like that. I wouldn't mind seeing Summeroff come back for fucking Amar Christmas. That would be nice. Summeroff. Yeah, he just, he went on hiatus, but, you know, it would, it would really be cool if he came back for Amar Christmas. Um, but, eh, whatever. 
Yeah, and then the other match is Vic Clark versus Eddie Williams. Uh, I know the name Vic Clark sounds familiar. And, and it's one of it's a one of Dwayne's characters, Chris Parsons. Okay. And then you've got Eddie Williams, who hasn't showed up this week. That's Eddie Havoc, same thing. Yeah. So he well, did. He has showed up. Oh. Okay, sorry. I'm trying to keep track of who handles who. Yeah, it was Eddie Williams, and then he changed his name to Eddie Havoc. But, uh, yeah, same thing. And they've had a feud, sort of a feud thing going on for a while. Yeah. It's been a decent feud, you know. I, uh, a lot, mostly shit talking. I, you know, like more could have happened there with the feud. Once yeah, again, I'm, I'm a big fan of just people like, like, look, do something to the motherfucker. Even if it's like going, like putting a bomb in his fucking locker, do some, <laughs> do something to make it war, you know, rather than just shit talk. You know, that's, that needs to happen with these two for sure, because this, the shit talking part of it's been going on for quite a while. So, yeah. So now that the actual match is taking place, hopefully they'll be able to change it up a bit. Yeah, I think. But, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see. I've always preferred reading the story-driven role plays as opposed to the promos, unless it was someone really good with promos. Um, but I've always preferred the story stuff, so I'm hoping that we'll get to read some of that. Yeah, I mean, you know, these days, it's like, Jesus Christ, you know? Like, I'm starting to fucking... Uh, I'm fizzling out on my last few fucking You know what I mean? But when I... I, I, I just want to see storylines happen. You know, yeah. whatever is left there that people can create for stories and to, to have people do these things and have these wars going on and have these things going on or whatever. Have, just have shit going on, you know? Yeah. I don't fuck about sitting and reading promos too much anymore. Like, I've been yeah, doing that only... for six, six years, you know, I've been doing Yeah, there's only and so it... many ways to say you're going to kick someone's ass. It, it gets old after a while. Yeah, you know, the shit-talking stuff is nice for segments and for, you know, some other things, but when it comes to, you know, if you're going to write a fucking role-play, to me, it's just, uh, just do shit. Like when, I, in my, you know, recent role-play, the last event and everything, where I had PT kidnap uh, Shane Mitchell's main squeeze, you know? Yeah, I you know, saw He that. told me in his comments, he said, I, I love a person that just doesn't, you know, you don't bother to ask. You just, you know, you're right. And I can work off of that. And, you know, you're throwing me a curveball, but you're surprising me pleasantly. And I, in all of that, I said, yeah, that's always the way I've been too. You know, like, what are you protecting here, really? It's just a goddamn <laughs> fucking imaginary character in a fantasy role-playing wrestling game. <laughs> like, you know... Why should it be that big of a deal if I kidnap your wife? <laughs> you know? who's, a, who's not even role-playing anyway. Yeah, seriously. I mean, there'd be another thing if it, like, it was a, yeah, if it was an active role-playing character, I wouldn't do that. But it, it's a non-player character. It's an NPC. Yeah, you killed off my wife without asking, and yeah. I was okay with it. <laughs> yes, and it, it gets shit going. It gets shit going. <laughs> This makes sense to me. But uh so we're doing that, me and Shane. And uh 
I've got some cool plans for his uh, girlfriend, besides the regular, you know, just sexual torture and, and mutilation kind of stuff. Oh, that blood thing in the last role play, that was crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, that, that was nothing compared to what I normally do. <laughs> Uh, Normally, I—I I don't know if I told that I killed Darla Knight. I don't know if you knew that. Oh no, she was one of my favorites. Yeah, I ended up like it just it was, it was a role play. I was working with Alan, and there was this big feud, and they, this this fucker's dead too, Benjamin the Gambler Phillips, who uh, okay. was also over in AWE. But yeah, uh, yeah we had a hell of a story we had going on there, and. Uh, it just got to the point where, you know, he was being held prisoner and then the Darla was his watcher or whatever, you know, she was he ended up killing her. Uh, <laughs> he didn't even mean to. But he ended no. up killing her. No, that's nice. So yeah. Uh yeah, I always liked Darla in ICW. <laughs> it's just like the way the story was going there, it was a big it ended up being a pretty big storyline. Yeah, the way the story was going, someone just had to die. Yeah. And then he died after. Like, he's blowing up uh, my fucking building. He went down down with the building later. It was was pretty fucking epic stuff. He he, he did fun, great role plays. But, yeah, in this one role play, I just said, you know, like, it would make just sense to me. It just made sense that he would just kill her. I don't know. It it, It made sense at the time. So, yeah, so that happened. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. But anyway, you know, overall, it's a great Fed. It's got really good, dedicated people. Uh, Max uh, has stepped up and been doing a great job uh, being innovative and trying to make things better and all that stuff like that. Of course, he's a great match writer. He's a great... Uh, yeah, idea, idea guy and everything, and uh, you know, I, I just, uh, yeah, I don't, I, I see a bright future for the Fed. Oh yeah, like what I see or said earlier about you know wrestling, whatever like that. But as far as the Fed itself, I see a bright future. I, you know, like we at least got a few more years. I think. I think eventually everybody's going to kind of like you know just wipe off their hands and say, okay, guys, you know, let's move on with our lives. <laughs> bring bring this to an end, you know. Like I, it can't go on forever because there's just not enough new blood coming. Yeah, in. eventually. Yeah, it's just not enough new blood coming. In. It's just forever. It's gonna be these people. <laughs> you know, <it's> just, <laughs> I can't feud with Shane Mitchell again and again and again and again. And you know, and Shane Mitchell can't feud with you know Doctor Summeroff again and again and again. And Rob Ryan <laughs> again. It's, it just can't happen. It's it's gonna get to the point where yeah, and unless this uh, game really got got some shot in the arm, that I don't believe it's going to at least this corner of uh, the world with this game or fuck all the game, you know the game all together. Let's just say that yeah, you know it's just it's the same people over and over, and you know who the talented people are and who they aren't or who aren't. Simple as that, you know it's not. Like, most people in this game, if you're not a good writer, you're not a good writer. It's not part of who you are. Like, I suck at math. 
I can't do math right. You know, I can, I'm up multiplication and division basic, and that's it. You know, they throw calculus at me, and I'm fucked. Well, these people are the same fucking way. You know, they're not going to fucking eventually learn how to write really well that they can compete with a Shane Mitchell or a Nocturnal or something like that, or Rob Riot. It ain't happening. So you, you'd have to have all of a sudden this, you know, influx of people that are really good writers come in. Well, fuck, that ain't happening. Not in this. Not yeah, in especially this. people who are willing to write for free. And that too, you know. And so it is what it is, you know. Like, but, you know, I think we got a couple of years left of just, like, telling this story. And let's tell a story. That's why I say Let's, let's yeah. tell a story. Let's, let's throw down the fucking gloves. Let's say, you know, fuck all this bullshit being cock-blocked by, you know, well, oh, my character, I don't think, you know, fuck all that. Everybody just use each other's characters and see what the fuck. I don't care if anybody uses P.T. Merciless. The only fucking thing is don't make him say shit that he wouldn't fucking say. Make him speak the way he speaks. Read my role plays. Basically, P.T.'s an intelligent guy who often speaks colloquially. He will say the word ain't. He will say, you know, gonna. You know, it's a, he's an educated man who just cuts through the bullshit and just talk, speaks plainly. Exactly. And as, as long as you got that down with him, you know, it's just know how he talks and you know what he would or wouldn't do in certain situations. Not a lot of people have ever dared using my character, my main character, but the few that have, there was a few that fucked it up. And I'm like, he wouldn't, he's not a pussy. He wouldn't, and it's not, this isn't a, well, my character's not a pussy. I wouldn't have him take a, no, kick his ass and all that. But understand how he's going to react and how he's going to be while that's going down. You know what I mean? Like, I have no problem with P.T. getting his ass beat to a fucking pulp by just about anybody. Eddie Williams can beat the shit out of P.T. I don't care about that. You come up behind him with a fucking two-by-four or even facing him. If you're in the right situation, you're in a fucking bar, and and P.T. steps out of the fucking bar unarmed, and there's Lucas Williams and Eddie Williams, you know, with a couple of two-by-fours, they're going to kick his ass. You know? Probably. That's fine but don't fucking make it like he's a sniveling little fucking prick gone down. That's all I ask. Just make him, he's tough. He's a tough motherfucker, and just, you know, his attitude is a tough motherfucker. Even if he's getting shit beat out of him. He's not going to, he's a defiant son of a bitch. He's not going to be like, oh, you know, oh, please, he's not going to beg. He's never going to beg. We're gonna do any that shit. No, that's not PT. <laughs> that's not PT, and that's uh, as long as you do that, as long as you handle him that way, you know, you're all good. Anybody can use my character. Anybody can make, you know, kick his ass. Whatever you gotta do, just know how he speaks and how he's going to react to situations. Yeah, that's you it. have to. And if everybody, go ahead. Well, you really have to understand the character to some degree. Like, I don't mind people using my character. I don't mind you using my character. Um, I don't even mind if you ask first, but I I agree that you have to have some degree of respect and understanding for that character. 
like you can't just come into a Fed and on your first week start using someone that you've never heard of before because you're not going to do it justice. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. But and I'm I mean, all, it all comes back down to the the old thing of like it's like people that can write know how to do this. Like Shane Mitchell, like he knows how to use my character. I know how to use it. Somewhere off, he can use my character. Always, very rarely ever character, but I can, I, you know, I can use his character. Yeah. You know, but if somebody just can't write, you know, worth a shit to begin with, they're not going to be able to conceptualize how to use another person's character through reading that character, etc. Et That's all. They just, they, you know, they can barely figure out how to write their own character. They're not going to do a very good job. They're not going to do any justice to yours. Exactly. But so it ends up, well, once again, it ends up that sort of thing ends up being, in, you know, an upper mid-card to main event level thing. <laughs> yeah. That's, and so, anyway. I've spewed enough arrogant shit tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, it. I'm looking forward to all this. I think I think it's a great attitude that people have around here. Um, there's no, uh, no. Uh, what, what, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't want to say asshole, but there's no terrible people in the Fed. I don't. I don't know what to. To call yeah, it. I mean, yeah. You can basically trust everyone to have good intentions when they use your character or well, when they write. Yeah, them. yeah maybe not them. Mitch, but uh, maybe not Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I read that match too. Yeah, I don't know what that was all about. But anyway, here's something that really baffles me: is like, how does a guy who's a, who's queer himself make fun of other people about being queer? It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I didn't really understand. That only really works if you're straight, you know. But, I don't know. But, yeah. I guess it was his version of humor on this. And, like, he explained in the thread there, like, he kind of got the match tossed to them at the last moment, and he just went with this. Where like, okay, whatever, dude. You know, I don't have any big, I don't have any problem with Mitch, per se. I really don't. Like, you know, oh, no. I think he, he's he's kind of a fucking peckerhead. But uh, he knows that, you know, so. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is there. Yeah. But he's not, in, you know, you can't, it's not like you can't coexist with the guy. He's there and, you know, he's there. And, uh. I see now he just created a new character, which is obviously he's got a picture there of some guy he wants to fuck. Evidently. Yeah. But uh, I'm thinking of some of the other matches that might round out the card. Uh, I'm not sure if there's any other feuds going that we should be concerned about. Um, I know Masked American and Mark Force aren't booked. Oh, yes, they are. They're in the Legacy title match. Damn it! Um, yeah, we already no, we already talked about it. Yeah, yeah we already talked about that. But, uh, I don't know. I'd have to look at the fucking. Uh, 
a roster, but uh, I don't know. It's hard. Yeah. Maybe the one of the reasons that they don't have that many matches listed thus far is because there's not that many goddamn active people on the roster. Yeah, because I know Buck Florida was supposed to come back, uh, but he didn't role play. I don't but. know what they're going to do with Erebus. You know, Chris Gibson. Yeah, I don't know. What, I don't. I have no idea what they're going to do with him for this uh, next event. Yeah, uh, um, I'm pretty curious. They shouldn't just like don't just throw him against Ken Howard or something. You know, he deserves a good match for this fucking pay per view. He really does. Someone. But he's put in the work all fucking. Yeah. yeah, someone who can give him a run for his money on the biggest show of the year. Yeah, honestly, I really think, you know, like it, it, honestly, it should have been like him versus Master. This is why I don't like him. is going to fucking just rip the shit out of Marcos. And I don't like that. It's a pay-per-view, and I don't want predictable matches during uh, for a pay-per-view like this. I don't. Masked American versus Mark Force. Mark Force is going to get fucking as simple as that. Master America's going to just fucking wipe him out. He's one of the best in this fucking goddamn fed. You know, and Mark Force just simply isn't. He's going to fucking kill him. And as funny as... And so, yeah, and you know that. I don't like that. It's a pay-per-view. I want to be surprised. Fucking surprise me. That's the whole fucking key to fucking making pay-per-views. Is you put people against other people that you don't know who the fuck is going to win. And the two people involved have to role play their asses off, and then you see, you know, I would well, I would rather have fucking Mast American versus fucking Rob Riot. I'd rather have him versus Chris Gibson. I'd rather have him against more of the best that we have to offer here. Not fucking Mark Force. It makes it makes sense from the point of view where they're coming from. Okay, we're merging the championships. You two are the champions, also their friends. So it you know it helps with their role plays and all that. But, but as far as this, as far as sheer talent goes, as far as fucking like who we know who's gonna fucking win, you know. So why why bother with it? You know, I don't know. I just yeah. But then again, you could say the same thing about Dylan Erickson versus Shane Mitchell. I mean, I've been gone for two years and I'm just getting back into the groove of things, and they throw me to the wolves. Oh, he's gonna kill you. He's gonna kill you. I'll tell you right now, he's gonna kill you. Unless you really fucking do something epic and just, like, like fuck a few college exams or something, you know, he's going to kill you. I love you, man, yeah. but he's going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm I'm fully expecting a, uh, a massacre, pun intended, but uh, that's the thing. Uh, it works in storyline, same deal as Mark Force versus Masked American, but in practice, you know. Yeah, I just, I don't know, but... Again, looking at the roster, you know, of how many active people we actually have. It, That's the thing. It, yeah. You know, I don't know who the fuck they would put some of these people against. Because it's like, yeah, a lot of the time you have to reach to try and find someone who's even going to show up. Who's even going to show up, yeah. Let alone be competitive. It's like a couple of weeks ago there, fucking the Reaper, who had been inactive for quite a while, all of a sudden out of the blue, posts a thing on the uh, verbal joust. It was just one post and that was it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, he's gone again. Like, there's no... I said, okay, cool, the Reaper's back, because I like his character. Yeah. And then that was it. 
haven't heard shit out of him for, you know, the last two, three weeks. So I'm like, well, I guess I thought he was back, but I guess not. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, it's like, like we're at a point right now where we just, we need people. We really do. We need active people. We don't have that many. And that's why the Fed, to me, is kind of like gone into a little bit of a lull. A little bit. I mean, there's about 15 active handlers, about 20 role plays per event. So it's, it's somewhat active, but it's difficult to try and book a big pay-per-view card when you only have, you know, 15 people who you know 100% are going to show up. Yeah, if that, you know. And out of the 15, you know, like fucking two-thirds of them are fucking lower card people. Lower to mid-card people. With no feuds going on. And, you know, so, huh. Yeah, it's difficult. It's difficult not to do throwaway matches when there's only, you yeah. know, five feuds over 20 people. Right. But again, you know, hey, fuck, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like you roll with what you got. We're lucky we have as many people as we do. And, that, you know, we still have, you know, a Fed that 20-plus role plays get thrown on the board every week. You know, a lot of Feds would fucking kill for that sort of activity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. ICW at the end, I would have killed for that much activity. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. I never knew why you resurrected. <laughs> well, I did it for the reunion show, and then it never happened. So uh, get it off never my fucking happened. Uh, I was like, the- I I almost fucking shit a goddamn kitten when Jaguar showed up for the fucking that a few events back when he faced Rob Bryant. It was Jaguar's last match. Yeah, and he actually showed up. He was last role play, eleventh hour. But boom, you know. And it wasn't much. It wasn't much. It was nothing compared to Rob. You know, it wasn't like that epic match you wanted where, like, oh, my God, he's going to win here. And that's yeah, what you, you want. You... Yeah. So yeah, it was just basically, it was like, oh, uh, yeah, we know who's going to win. But, you know, but it was, it was a wonderful match. I mean, Rob wrote it, it mad, you know, it's fucking mad fucking writing on his part. Yeah. Giving the character some justice on his way out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, it really didn't even matter how much Jaguar wrote. You know, it really did. It, it was just like you knew that this was going to be an epic fucking match that was going to be done well. And Rob was the guy to write it. You know, nobody else could have written it as well. And uh, so that went down. And everything. But, uh, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, no, hey. Overall, that's doing well. Overall, yeah. yeah. Compared to most feds uh, on the unefed zone, it's doing really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess yeah. we'll just gear up for NR Christmas. And, uh... Yeah, should be fun. Uh, squash match, uh, that should be great. Well, hey, do something, man. You know, if I can... Right? Shit. I've got some. I've got some things thought up, but I don't know how they're going to work. I mean, we'll we'll see. I'm definitely going to get something of of note up, not some two thousand word role play. It's going to be thirty five hundred, four thousand words at least. But 
yeah. you know, like you say, Shane Mitchell like, one of the best. Challenge the guy. Challenge. <laughs> so. Exactly. Give give him a good match. Give him a good match. It's the last event of the year. It's pay per view, and you know he deserves that. You also deserve that. You deserve to be able to put up. You know. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I would. Looking at the quality of his role plays, I, not, I know be, I know you're a fucking good role player, but a lot of these people in this bed don't. You know, they don't all know you like the way I do, and the way the couple of people from G Fed, like Chris Gibson or Rob Ryder, were. You know. Yeah, it's been quite some time yeah. since I've actually been an active role player. I don't think I've actively role played full time since NGW. And that was 2012-2013, so... <laughs> it's been a while. That was the last oh, time. Oh, yeah. So were you in... You were in PWA for a little bit, or were you? Which one? PWA? Pinnacle there? Goose Jackson? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure if you... No, you know I what? Mean, actually, I don't think you were. I might have joined it, but I don't think I ever wrestled. Yeah. No, I think you were, uh, well, like, NGW was it for you last uh, Yeah. Yeah, I won, I won the uh, third-tier title there for a while, um, and then I ended up leaving there, reopened ICW, that closed, and then I kind of disappeared when we switched over to EFED zone because I was on my way out of the game anyway, and I didn't really see the point in having to sign up and try and right. become active again. Oh, I hear that. Yeah, so then two and a half years later, I come back. <laughs> so. Yeah, I was, you know, like, it took me a while, too. Like, I joined RSW when it first started, and I was here for, like, an event or two. Yeah. And then I left for, Christ, it was, like, almost fucking two years. I didn't realize it was that fucking long, but, yeah. I wasn't even in this game for like two, almost two years, a year and a half or something like that. That's a long time in this game. Oh, yeah, it's a long time by any stretch. Long fucking time. But you know what? My fucking name was still on everybody's goddamn list the whole fucking time. <laughs> Usually not in a good way, but you know, yeah. Yeah. But of a joke. Like, no oh, PT, fucking you, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> But anywho. Uh, anywho. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a good you know, you know? It's been a while, so I don't know how good it's going to be, even if it is long. It's just been so long. But uh, I'm hoping I'll be able to pull something out of my ass. Yeah, you will. And you know what? I just do, like, take, like, two or three nights. Where you where you have the time and you, you know and everything like that and just like kind of even if you gotta like force yourself a little bit I have to do the same thing these days. Oh yeah, like when, when I was when I was writing when I was still like a few weeks back or a month or two back when I was still writing like fucking fifteen thousand word role plays with BT, I would I wouldn't do it all in one night like I used. To. Yeah. Um, I would like you know over the course of two or three nights I'd you know I'd write six thousand words. 6,000 words, 6,000 words. Yeah, like... No, I'm not saying saying for you to write that much. 
I'm just saying, like, that's how I was doing it. Like, if you want to, yeah. like, put out something like 12,000 words that's going to really challenge Shane Mitchell, then do it over the course of two nights. Like, just fucking, like, dedicate, like, two, three hours one night and then two, three hours the next, and boom, you'll have, a, you know, 10, 11, 12,000 word role play that can go up against him. You know, yeah, like, and you might even whip his ass because Shane has a tendency to not write that much if he doesn't feel he has to. Oh, okay. So there could be a case of underestimating me there. Yeah, I mean, you know, if he's if he's if he's facing if he's facing me like this last event, he writes the wrong role. He's going to write like eight thousand words or something. He's going to put a lot of effort into it, but right. If but if he's like, he, he might, high. he might, he might look at you. Might catch him off guard because he might look at you as like, wow, fuck, I only need to like turn out four thousand words for this. <laughs> yeah, who is this PT merciless? And then here, you come bouncing along with twelve thousand words, and boom. <laughs> Yeah. Upset city, uh, baby. Yeah, I think the longest I've ever done is about 6,000. So this is going to be a stretch, but uh, it'll be nice to have the challenge. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, at least I'm not facing PT Merciless, who's going to throw up a 30,000-word role play or something. <laughs> 30,000? Jesus Christ, I couldn't do that. You know, I'd have to start writing now. Like, this match would not turn off. I'm like the only you know what I, I ultimately I think Lance is going to fucking win this thing. With nocturnal? Yeah, I do. Like I you know, I I I'm a better writer than Mark, but eh, you know, he's he's good friends with Adam. The whole thing is is that basically I'd have to, uh, you know, I'm going to have to do some writing. I know I am. I know yeah, I'm going to have to do I'm going to have to have like an 18,000 word role play. Now, knowing Martin, he doesn't usually do that, you know. Like maybe he will for this, and maybe he started writing his role play back in October. Maybe, but. But, you know, there's de- it's definitely going to be a couple of very long role plays to read for <laughs> the owners, I think. Because he knows that I'm gonna fucking just whip out my dick and fucking write, you know, twenty thousand words. So exactly. Yeah. So yeah. You've started to shorten it up a bit, but pay-per-views are still gonna go all out. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, like I was just for fucking regular events for Christ's sake. Even in fucking matches where I knew I was gonna kill a motherfucker that was against me, you know, I was still fucking writing because I was just writing stories. You know, I was writing my story shit. And it's encouraging and was, for the opponent, even even if you know, even if they know they're going to lose, it's encouraging for your opponent to know that you didn't take a week off, sort of thing, and still crush them. That you no, I didn't. Had, I didn't phone it in. I didn't phone it in. I didn't do the thing like some people do that. Some of the best writers that I've seen, this you know, like they do that. If they don't, yeah. if it if it isn't the if the belt's not on the line, or if they're not, you know. Uh, facing somebody who is, you know, as up to snuff as they think or whatever like that. They kind of phone it in. I'm not like that. I'm here to, I'm writing stories, you know. I'm writing this character's story. So regardless of who I'm facing, I'm going to do some writing. I'm going to fucking write. 
Now, in the case of, like, facing Nocturnal, I'm definitely going to write because I know on, on this one I need to, you know. Yep. Because, you know, he is great. He is one of the, you know, he's one of the fucking legends and all that. So, you know, I I got to bring it. And I just hope that he brings it too. I don't want I don't want to see. I told him this fucking months ago when he proposed this shit that we face each other. I'm like, dude, I don't want to see a fucking goddamn 4,000 word role play. We're going to fucking do this right. So, he, he, he better bring it. He's scheduled to bring it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he does, because it's, it's the main event of the biggest show of the year. This is like WrestleMania, so. Yeah, this needs to be a couple of epic role plays, and it needs to be an epic match. And, yeah, he there knows. Has to be that's the outcome. Right. So, yeah, it'll be good. It'll be, it'll be really good. Looking forward to it. Yeah. I think the card's shaping up to be really good considering the roster. Um, There's a few lopsided matchups on the card, but you're going to get that, uh, especially because it's, uh, especially when you're trying to string it around the storylines because it's a pay-per-view. But overall, I think they've done a really good job piecing it together. Seven matches so far. There's probably going to be about 12, I'm guessing, 10 or 12. So Yeah, and I have a match. I have a feeling that some of those matches are tentative too. Yeah. Not not necessarily etched in stone. Like I think like the Mass American Mark Force one is and me versus Knock and you know, like, probably you versus Shane Mitchell. Those other few yeah. eh, you know, like shit can change. Like I don't know. Yeah, because I know Vastrick said in the thread he said, uh, this is what I'm seeing so far. So it, it so I don't think any of them are aside from maybe Nocturnal and the legacy title match are really set in stone. I think like Anderson versus Parsons, too. I think that's pretty much it. Okay. But I think the others are uh, probably subject to change if anything happens, if someone no-shows, if someone really pulls something exciting out. Um, but solid card so far. <laughs> uh, I sent my segment in. I'm hoping the show will go up soon so we can get uh, so we can uh, see what Anor Christmas will look like and we can go from there. Yep. Well, you know, I she might be waiting on me at this point. <laughs> what, what was that? Might be waiting on me because I was like, I'm writing the main event for this card. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was kind of distracted tonight. I got it halfway it done. Some shit came up, so I, you know, I just could. And then you uh, messaged me and said, you know, I want to do a show. Yeah. So I told him I'd have it, you know, I told Bastards I'd have it tonight, but uh, probably yeah. looks more like it's going to be tomorrow. I got tomorrow off from work anyway, so. Uh, oh, so there you go. I Yeah, yeah, I'll be able to get it. Done, so. so it's not going to be tomorrow night, it's going to be tomorrow during the day, so it's not that much later than you promised anyway. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, at some point it'll be. <laughs> I don't know if it'll be day or night, but it'll be sometime. It'll be tomorrow. Depending, it'll be tomorrow, yeah, at some point. Yeah. But, but hey, that ain't too bad for, you know, like, deadline being whatever it was. Yeah, and this is Hecklewood's in-ring debut, right? Yeah. So it's going to be intriguing. I'm excited because we're going to be doing this tag team to see how he wrestles. That's something I've got a vested interest in. Yeah, yeah. And, uh... uh 
Yeah, and it's not often a character debuts in the main event, so there's a little bit of intrigue there. Uh, it, you know, again, it goes back to the story. Yeah. Shane Mitchell, is, you know, he's the big star. You know, it sure is fucking Hecklewood. Shane Mitchell, <laughs> you know. So yeah. he was a main eventer, and that's why the main event is what it is. Yeah. So It's going to be great. It, yeah, great. definitely. Yep. But, uh, yeah. Yep. I'm hoping we can get Anna Christmas uh, booked, and hopefully we can wrap up Anna Christmas sometime, you know, mid-late January, and then we can actually get into 2017. Yeah, you know what? I mean, my personal opinion is, like, look, this – this is a Fed that has a history of taking its time with events and et cetera. And nobody has a big problem. We all understand, you know, what life is. I think that's one thing about RSW that really makes it work is that yeah. everybody kind of is on the page of like, nobody's stomping their feet and bitching when, you know, shit's late. It, after a certain point, you know, when it gets to be like two weeks, it's like, okay, oh, come on, what the fuck? You know, summarize the fucking goddamn lower card matches if you have to. And there's been a couple of times I've been like, you know, Christ fucking sakes, get it out. But for the most part. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, it's one thing, you know, like, okay, when we're waiting on the main event, that's one thing. But, you know, there's been some times where I'm like, like, literally, you're going to fucking stall this motherfucker another week because of some goddamn dark match. Like, come on. Yeah. Just fucking write something. Somebody write something and just fucking flip out there. But. Yeah, like, I think I would normally wait about a day for late segments to come in, and then I would just post a show if everything else was done. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, in, in the case of RSW, it's like it's several different sources and people. Yeah, it's like it. Everybody kind of understands that here. Yeah, and group I don't mind It's a group effort. It's a group effort. Like, you know, like, Christ, there's like three or four role players that are usually contributing to, and that's all good, you know. In the case of Anar Christmas, I'm like, you know, if it takes all of January to really get this thing out and get it out right and make it as epic as it deserves to be, then so be it. You know, we can we can have a month, you know, time frame here. I feel because we're so used to having goddamn near a month just for a fucking anarchy. You know, <laughs> we, not, we don't have we don't have to rush ourselves on this. This is fucking anarchist. You know, yeah, it, it's the WrestleMania of this fact. So yeah, like I I wish the anarchies could be a bit closer together, but I'm not that fussed about it. It would be nice, but I understand why they're not because they're so well done. But yeah, they're so well done, and that's why this boat is still floating. It's because there's not that big of a constraint on time or, you know, people are being forced to put out shit. People are able to just write good stuff and in the time that it takes them. Yeah. You know, sometimes, like, that's just how it is. It seems to be an accepted thing. Like, oh, you know, my kid's sick. You know, it's going to be a couple more days before I can get my match. Okay, you know. And then you have a good event. You know, I have a really good event. It works yeah. that way because because of that, because of that sort of understanding. Uh, you know, most people in this Fed are people that have lives and careers and children and whatever else. 
you know, it's not like it was six, seven years ago when we were all fucking kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't a kid, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where we had nothing else to do, and this was basically the only thing, and we could yeah, role play. You, you had more and... time. I mean, like a lot of these people now that, you know, they have families and kids and better jobs and just like the there last you go. Time, the last time I ever saw a Fed that required two role plays a week, for example, was CWE. It, it's just changed because people are people are busy. People are busy, right. Yeah. And it is what it is. You know, it's a little weird hobby on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to make those allowances. That's fine. Yep. I don't, I don't have a problem with it. The only, like I said, the only time I have a problem with it is when it's like it's just a fucking regular anarchy show, and you know it gets to be the, we're starting to push that two week fucking point where it's like, okay, guys, come on, let's just get this thing up, come on, get it done so we can get to the next thing because for what it does for me is it fucking kills my motivation to continue on. I'm like I wrote my last role play a month ago at this point. You know? Like I have so many ideas in my head, but they're only gonna stay fresh for so fucking long, you know. You gotta get this fucking thing out so I can write again. Yeah. You know, and role play again. That's all. It's just it's it's about that. Like I you know, I'm I'm inspired today. Two weeks yeah. from now, I might not be. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm the same way. I'm inspired now, but two days before the deadline or whenever I choose to to write, I'll probably start writing earlier. Am I going to be motivated again? Yeah, yeah. uh, You got to keep it, you know, the interest has to uh, be maintained. Um, You can't push it too far with these regular events. You get like, oh, Jesus Christ, you know, three weeks now, you know, like since the last role play hit the fucking board. Like, I mean, come on. Like, you, you lose interest. You lose... You even you lose your train of fucking thought, you know, of where you were with the, against your opponent. Like, oh, well, shit. Yeah, I'm I got to all this. again. Yeah. Can't. So, it, 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 some some things need to be put up in a timely fashion. In the case of Anarch Christmas, I think everybody's looking forward to it. Everybody's planning for it. And if it takes us, you know, until the end of January to get that fucker out, that's fine. Let's take the month. Yeah. But, yeah, I think overall, shaping up to be a really good show. So, uh, yeah. Um, Oh, yeah, it'll be a great show. It'll be a great show. And I hope that everybody's there for it. I hope Rob is able to um, do his part you know, write some segments, be there. Just be there like Rob should be there. Yeah, if he has the time. The set needs Rob. It really does. Rob's one of the best, so. It, absolutely. Not just as a role player, but just as an idea man and as a just somebody to help write the fucking show. You know, like, yeah. he needs talent. Probably, probably one of them. He needs talent, and he's, he needs the heart and soul. It's Riot Star Wrestling. It's, he's the heart and soul of it. You know, you need him. Like, he was, like, talking about, like, you know, his life's gotten busier, and he's like, oh, if I, you know, push this Fed off to somebody else, 
he wasn't saying it like that, but he was just saying like, you know, like he's gotten the point at certain times where he's just like, oh man, I just like might need to have to have somebody take over this Fed and just like, you know, eh, it wouldn't be the same without the fucker. No, even if he is in a reduced sort of role today. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like you need him there. It's just like New Edge Wrestling trying to get on without Jesse Styles. Uh, no, that ain't happening. You've got to have Jesse there. If, it's not, if Jesse isn't there, then fuck it, close him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. as, great as, as great as Alan is, I mean, Alan really could, you know, honestly, he's one guy that could save, you know, just to have him there instead of Rob, if Rob was suddenly gone, like, Alan could do it if he was dedicated enough and everybody would be fine with that because yeah. he's been so fucking huge to this day. But uh, you still need that little Rob Riot spark in there, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think that's about it for us here tonight. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, for those of you Had a good show. Nice Christmas. Christmas edition. Yes. Merry Christmas, everyone. Whatever the fuck this show is called. <laughs> the Dylan Erickson and P.T. Merciless show is what I've called it. Okay. We'll go with that. Well, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays and Hanukkah and New Year's and all that. Um, yeah. And Canadian Thanksgiving and whatever. That's right. That's in November. And uh, for those of you complaining about long radio shows, this is only half as long as our previous one. So we're working on it. Oh yeah, throw one more guest in there, and we're working on three hours. You know. Yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be here. <laughs> he, 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 he Rock didn't show up tonight. That's probably because you didn't post the thing on the fucking set. <laughs> well, I did post it on the forum. I just didn't post it early. Oh, okay. Yeah, I posted it at 9 and said, we're going on the air if anyone just happens to be here. (laughs) All right. Well, hey, for all of my fellow RSWH, hope you weren't too bored. Yeah, I hope so, too. Or offended. Or offended. offended. (laughs) I I think we did just as much complimenting as we did criticizing this time, which I think is a really nice change. Yeah, you know, I mean, constructive criticism, you know? Constructive that, criticism. That should be there with everybody. I want to hear that out of everybody. You know? like, yeah, like, don't be afraid to criticize, voice your thoughts and that sort of thing. Don't flame people. Absolutely. But, it, it means you care. It means you care. It, it means that you have enough interest in the subject matter to have formulated an opinion. Yeah. That's all it means to me. It doesn't mean, like, oh, what a dick. He's got an opinion. No, I want you to have an opinion. I hate people that don't have opinions. Exactly. It just, that just fucking gnaws at me. <laughs> you know, like, have some sort of small opinion. <laughs> and, then right, Billy says, and then Billy Fowler says one thing, and I get pissed. I don't know anymore. <laughs> I don't get pissed. He's a good all dude, right. and they're all good dudes. And you know what? God bless RSW. God bless RSW. That's a good way to end the show. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. And a good night. And have a very good night.